When is it okay to ghost somebody <laughs> to basically just check out of that relationship or that dynamic? And when do we owe it to somebody to be more direct, more upfront, and more open about here's where I stand in this relationship with you and why? You are listening to Bold as Love. I'm your host, April Boyd. And this is a place where we talk about how we show up and speak up in our relationships and our conversations, our conflicts and our lives, and where we work on trying to do that with as much courage as possible, as much authenticity as possible, and as much kindness as we can bring in, where we're being both kind to the other person and also kind and self-respecting of our own self. So this topic of ghosting gets a lot of attention, and I think that's really valid and, and an interesting discussion to talk about, you know, what are the reasons of why somebody basically just disappears from you instead of having a conversation and letting you know, here's where I'm at in this relationship with you, right? I don't want to continue this for this reason, or here's what's happening in my life or whatever that is. But as I look at my own self, I realize I do ghost people occasionally, and I do it for one of three really clear reasons. And so I want to record this podcast just to share with you some food for thought to check in with your own system on when do you owe that to somebody? When do you owe it to yourself? When is it just the right thing to do to have that, you know, open conversation with somebody, which is kind of what we're told to do all the time, right? It kind of feels like everything in the therapy and personal development world is saying, You've got to talk it out. You've got to go to them. You've got to communicate. You've got to share what you're thinking. And obviously I like really agree with all of that. And I don't agree that it's appropriate in all situations with all people at all times. So here's the situations where I choose and make the conscious decision that I'm actually going to ghost this situation right now. So here's the first one. The first one is that this contact is not close to me. It's just an acquaintance. It's just, uh, you know, our, our paths have kind of crossed in whatever way. And there's been a bit of a connection or a link up there where we're a part of each other's world for whatever reason. And then as I start to kind of see, this is not actually somebody that I want to have a part as my circle. This is somebody whose, you know, values really conflict with my values. This is somebody that I don't really respect kind of how they live or their ethics on things. And I've made a decision that like they're out <laughs> because if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you know, I take my circle really seriously, right? Because I do believe in this idea that we become like the people we spend the most time with, right? It's that famous idea of, you know, show me the five people that you hang out with and you are right in the middle of that average, right? And so I've had situations where 
that just, I just allowed myself to kind of withdraw some of my energy from that. And because it was just a a brief kind of acquaintance, I didn't really feel like I owed it to the person to say, hey, listen, like you and I are just really different people. This brings us to the next thing, which is the second reason why I sometimes ghost people. And I don't want this to sound like I do this all the time, but it is an option that I give myself in my relationships and in my connections with the outside world, right? The second reason is I've already said what I needed to say. So I had a situation come up. It was a woman that uh, I had you know, friends of a friend. And so, you know, we had hung out a few different times and then we were hanging out one time and she shared some stuff that really ethically I was not cool with. And, and normally if you know me, you know, I am like the least judgmental person, but I'm not going to get into all the details here, but what she was sharing really, really crossed a line for me. And I put my cards on the table with her in that moment and I said, here's what you're doing. Here's why it's not okay. And like, it's really not okay what you're doing. And then afterwards, when she continued to reach out with me, she reached out and was like, you know, thank you for that. I needed to hear that. You're so right. You know, and all of that was fine and good, but I'd also seen a pattern with this person where like there were some other like yellow flags there. So when I saw this like red flag on top of the previous yellow flags, I was like, okay, there's my answer. Like I'm out. This is not a relationship that's going to be what I'm looking for in my life. And so even though she kind of continued to reach out to me a couple times after, I gave myself permission to just really not engage anymore because I'd already said what I needed to say. So my cards were on the table. And at that point, her continuing to reach out for me, you know, was kind of almost more, it felt more like her wanting to make it right for her own guilt and her own, you know, discomfort with some of the things that she had been doing. Right. So like, if I'm good with her, then it makes kind of what she was doing. Like, feel like it's all okay. So yeah, the second reason being, have you already said what you need to say? And I think sometimes we think that we have to share like every single thought that we have around that, right? So I could have said to this person, Hey, you know what? Like, this is not how I want to be in the world. This is not the kind of relationships I want to do. Um, like you and I just are about two different things, right? But when you think about it, like what kind of impact would that have had, (laughs) right? And so we have this idea that sometimes we need to like spell out every part of our emotion and every part of our feeling around that. I could have been much more blunt and direct about like everything else I had been thinking leading up to this interaction about other concerning behaviors I had seen for her and put like all of those cards on the table. But I wasn't convinced that that was a good use of my own emotional and mental energy to do that, right? So when we look at this push of like, share it all, share your thoughts, share your feelings, 
I like to really come back to this question always of what is my goal? And in that moment, I felt like my goal was covered, right? Like I had said my piece. I had, you know, been responsible for like who I want to be in the world. And like, I'm not responsible for what she does with that, right? It's not my job to like hold her hand through that process of what she does with that information. So the third thing is there are times when I choose to essentially just disengage or stop engaging and go somebody because I don't think it's going to do anything. Now, most of the time, I'm in favor of the idea of if this person, especially if this person is important to you or you have kind of a linked up connection that you can't just distance yourself from them easily, right? Then like, yes, we should talk about things and see if there's like some movement that we can see happen there. If we can kind of get a bit more on the same page, if you can get them to hear you out. But if you've already tried to do that with somebody, if you've already, you know, tried to navigate some of these tensions and some of these differences and some of these conflicts and history has shown that this person is who they are. They are who they are. So the times when I realize I'm not just wanting to ask somebody to change, please change how you do this and this, right? I'd love it if you could be more on time. I'd love it if you could, you know, something specific and behavioral. But the times when I have to check in and realize I'm not asking them to change like how they do one thing. My issue is essentially with like the whole package, right? That yes, they have like some great qualities about them, but I would also be asking them to change who they are, right? We have a value conflict. We have a really different view of how we see the world. We have a really different standards of how we want to show up and speak up in our lives. We have really different standards of how we want to treat other people, right? When we look at these kind of, I'm going to use a word like values and ethics and standards, right? The character differences. I don't know that we're going to change that with somebody, right? Because if they want to change that, they could go get themselves a therapist, do some intense work, But oftentimes, you know, when we're in this position of questioning whether or not we should step away from a friendship or a relationship, we've kind of been around this carousel a whole bunch of times already, right? We've let them know this hurt me, this upsets me when you do this, or what is going on, (laughs) right? Like, what are you thinking, right? We've, we've bumped up against these edges of that person probably a hundred times already. And so there are times when I've made the decision to step away from a relationship, but I've done it quietly as opposed to needing to make a big declaration and put a big piece of writing on a billboard somewhere. There's times when I've chosen to just step away because 
when I really looked at it, again, it becomes back to this question of what is my goal? What would my goal be for expressing to this person? I've made the decision to step away. So one would be if they continued to reach out and contact you and that was becoming you know, onerous and bothersome, then you may need to set a more clear and direct boundary with them of like, please quit contacting me. I, this isn't good for me to be in relationship with you. But there's also times when it's also just going to cause hurt for both people involved, right? So if you have somebody in your life that, you know, you're having to step away from because of differences in their character with you, differences in the life that you're wanting to build versus the life that they encourage you <laughs> to build, right? When you have all of those kinds of differences with somebody, it's very possible that, you know, we're just going to cause hurt to them. They're not going to be able to hear it. And on top of that, I've become very aware that every time I share my truth. Every time I tell somebody, here's where I'm at. Every time I give somebody feedback on what it's like being in friendship or relationship or connection with them, that is emotional labor, mental and emotional labor gets spent on that. And so I know for my own self, there's times when if I don't really feel like this is going to help the person to change, I don't really think it's going to have an impact. If anything, all it's going to do is create a bit of an explosion, right? Because sometimes when we're looking at somebody that we're stepping away from, part of the reason why we're looking to step away is because they don't handle it well, right? They're not emotionally safe to have those kinds of conversations with. And so I think instead of having to do a big explanation and declaration and pour your heart in on the table, you're allowed to just protect your peace and take a step back and see how that feels for you, right? And so these times when it's not going to do anything, I know that all it's going to do is cause upset for them and upset for me that then has to witness their pain but also go through my own emotional laborious process of sifting through it all, replaying it all, double checking myself. You know, did it feel like I was in line? Did it feel like I was out of line? Did it feel like I was in alignment with things? Was I right in my thinking, right? That whole spiral that we inevitably go into when we're somebody who values self-reflection, self-responsibility, right? And we're going to do that labor that comes with that. So in the times when I see that, one, the relationship is not warranted, that degree of labor on my part, right? Like I saw this thing on Instagram. It was so great. And it was, I, I can't remember it exactly, but it was basically this woman was talking about when you get into those you know, online kind of debates with somebody and she had posted something and somebody had responded with, you know, you need to prove like, what's your evidence of that? Prove, prove your point. And she's like, I don't even know you. I'm not taking homework assignments from you. <laughs> and I'm like, how great is that? Right? Like, but this is kind of what we end up doing without, when we're not checking ourselves, 
when we're not questioning ourselves, we end up taking homework assignments from all of these people in our life just because we've had an uncomfortable interaction with them or just because they've brushed up against our place in the world, right? And so whether they're saying that directly, like prove your point to me, (laughs) or indirectly, like we just have this tie to them, this like cord of connection to them, we can feel like we're obligated to do a lot of work. And I don't know that that's always true. And I don't know that that's always helpful for either party involved, right? So when I think shared that example about the woman that I was having the value conflict earlier, and I'd really taken issue with some of the things that she was doing to other people in her life at that time, you know, all I'm going to do is cause more harm if I continue to push my point. I've already said it once. So continuing to reiterate that and reiterate that, what's the goal of that? I've already said my piece. And lastly, checking in. And we have to be careful not to use this as a way to just ghost and hide because it's uncomfortable to have a courageous conversation, right? Because it's uncomfortable to express our needs and our desire in a relationship. I'm not going to necessarily express my needs over and over again to an acquaintance, right? If they've quickly proven that they're like not going to match up with me, I'm not going to invest a lot of emotional labor in that. But looking at what do you owe to yourself and what do you owe to others and trying to be as kind with that as possible, right? And so if you take a step back and somebody lets you, just checking in to see how that feels and asking yourself, am I doing this because it's easy or because it's right, right? Is this an intentional decision for me to remove myself quietly or am I just doing that because I'm scared of a conflict or I'm scared of speaking up because these are two very different goals and this is where ghosting gets a really bad name because or gets used in a really toxic and destructive way is we tap out of hard conversations or open conversations because we lack the emotional maturity to be more open and direct and because we're we're not treating people very nicely right there's times when you kind of owe somebody a bit of an explanation and letting yourself just get honest with yourself And I always ask the question, you know, one of our modules in the Bold is Love Collective program that actually is starting in January, you know, the major thread through all of that is starting to look at, am I making my decisions from a place of fear or from a place of love? Love being kind to the other person and kind to my own self. Caring about the other person and self-respecting for me. So, I hope you found this useful, and if you did, the greatest way that you can support a podcaster is to share this podcast with somebody who would also enjoy listening to it. So you can either share it on social media, tag me, I'm at with love April, or just directly send it to a friend, and I would love that so much. All right, take care, and thanks for being here. 